This is Mr. Impact Wrestling and Joe Moose, and you're listening to the Irish Whip. Hookers? Hookers and Coke? Hookers and Coke, man. You're the only pro wrestler I know that wants to do the shit in the morning. Yeti, you're a f***ing moron. Put it this way, I think Sammy Callahan might as well just change his name to Invader I want to know why. Like, he can dodge any question. Like, I'll tell anyone that. You can tell me the f***, but I, I'm going to ask specific questions. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. WrestlingNewsSource.com all the rest of you yahoos are out there dilly-dilling, you little wankers, we're actually receiving real wrestling news. This is Brett screwed Brett. I'm Who are you to, to, to doubt El Dandy? Because this guy's a serious professional. Brett screwed Brett. Ball two, arm bar. Hey, get a nice shot of the brand new Mr. and Mrs. Hunter Hearst Helmsley. I hate you. I hate you. I hate your hat. I hate your t-shirts. I hate your wristbands. I hate your shoes. I hate your music. I hate the C-Nation. I hate everything that you stand for. So does rule. Yeah, they do. (laughs) Dude. For those of us that aren't able to see that as we record this tonight, that's a promo for uh, Masha Slamovich. Dude, that's what? pretty tight, right? Dude, what a the, the, again, what a like intro. What a way to bring us in. Uh, uh Russian man. Collusion Tour hey, 2021. <laughs> Chaos Club. I gotta get one of those bad Chaos Club uh, in the house. What's cool is you can pick any color pretty much any color shirt and any color uh any color print. I interesting because I would have also I would have also went with NWO red. I also would have went with that all day. Yes. Um, so we're gonna we're giving away a fig tonight. Obviously, yeah. Um, we yeah. pretty, it's a pretty cool fig. It's a, it's the first basic we've done in a while, but I think it's probably like the best basic out there. It's a the WrestleMania thirty seven the feed mm-hmm. Shorty G is the best basic fig out there right now. Try to find those, those fuckers on the shelf. I have one. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> uh, I showed you what I got. For those of you that don't know, like. Uh, Timber is like the ultimate woman of all women when it comes to like fig hunting, right? And I told you, like, we went to a certain spot and there were certain like figs that I wanted. And it like, I was like, man, I just can't. This COVID's been real. Like, we, we made it to, we made it to, we made it right to this point. And like, we're there. So I, I was able to go back and get these, but like, she put these figs in some luggage, dude. And we went back there, there, and we bought them today. I want to explain the, um, horrible i'm horrible like that but it's my i'm a fig hunter here and these guys in in billings are ruthless man i want to explain the breakdown of today's show and why it is the way it is too so we're gonna break down we're gonna do the the three matches i think that they've announced for the royal rumble so far give our predictions on those and then we'll give our predictions on the rest next week um we're gonna give away the figure and then um, not for the people live, but for the people that uh, maybe for the yeah, not for the people live, but for the people who catch us, download us after. Um, is going to be on Nikita Koloff, the first part of that interview. Yeah, and here's the big thing: like for everybody that downloads and listens to us through the full press wrestling app, uh, as well as through Wrestling News Source, there's going to be some big things for us on Wrestling News Source. Um, uh, our secret hideaway 
for those of you that listen and watch when we do our interviews is on Sportscaster. That is our secret hideaway. That is where the TAW Mafia gathers. Um, Rucker gets it. Uh, that's where we go and we do our interviews. Like we will do interviews and, and that's where we keep them. And, and that's where they're troved and hidden. We got some cool ones coming up. Um, Lance von Eric got an autobiography coming out, and uh, they, the gentleman who he wrote the book with, uh, reached out to us. So we're going to review the book and have um, have the author have the other author on the show. Uh, maybe Lance. I don't know. I think Lance. Um, Anything von Eric, I'm over. Yeah, I, I love. I'm a von Eric and, fan. Uh, I was a von Eric fan when I was a kid. It was it it was. Just like getting to talk to Nikita Koloff, like it's part of this interview that you're going to be able to listen to is this was an honor for me because I had 13 channels growing up in a little town of Montana and it was right. Thank God for Ted Turner and TBS. You had a switch from like UHF <laughs> to like get to like the other channels. Right. Right. Get the clicker. Back then it was still a clicker. There was like, no hey. clicker. Yeah. There was two knobs on the TV. Oh, yeah, too. I mean, it was, I really. Dude, interviewing Nikita Koloff was a yeah. highlight of highlights for me. It was just was fun. So but he was entertained. He was entertained by us, and it was fun Hello. because um, he, we talked about some really cool things. We talked about some deep things. I mean, when you're able to touch with them, like it, it, it's so that that won't be a one time thing. It, I don't think. Um, no, I don't. I don't either. It's it's there's bigger and, and there's things that are coming down the road for us that are are going to be really really big, really fun, and and really exciting. And this and is just don't part forget of it. about the indies. Oh shit! No, like that's uh, I I guess that's, Friday, that's that's the biggest point. The live next Friday, uh, he'll run down the the part of the Royal Rumble with us. We'll be someone Bobby D and Tommy Flynn will appreciate, and I predict in about six months, everyone else on this feed will appreciate, and that's the Prize City OG Alec Price. Dude, that kid! You know, beyond I mean, wrestling, limitless wrestling. Um, so just, just look at the limitless belt, who it's on, and who that individual competed against in a tournament to win that. Like some of those spots that I just he's just a driven kid, he's another kid from the northeast that's driven, has a life goal, he's gonna do it, and nobody's gonna tell him no. August Gray's tweet the other day that he's the only wrestler in history to ever have been in the Vacation Land Cup, DCWA Super 8. Um, he went through a list of all the tournament Lions Cup. Best of the best. Best of the best. Um, and, Dude. and the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. I, I will forever correct best of the best. If anybody ever mentions best of the best, the first women to ever compete in the best of the best was Lufisto. It was not Tessa Blanchard. So if you read that, Lufisto right. was the first to ever compete in best of the Lufisto. best. But, but yeah, there's some heat there. So they kind of, like they, they, um, they Randy Hoganer, they wrote her out of history. I don't give a shit. How do you keep, how, how can there be heat? CZ, it's fucking CZW. It's DJ Hyde. He's the dirtiest dude in the business. Right. Well, he's been canceled now, hasn't he? Well, I fucking whatever. Right. Me too. So Matt Tremont, keep listening. I appreciate you, man. We're trying to yeah. continue to get that interview. So that's, that's a goal one for me. Hey, if you guys are out there, uh, follow us at three Irish boys, but also, uh, tweet Matt Tremont. And as always, um, today is Friday, so during the show, I'm going to go ahead and send the tweet that if you do not follow uh, Boot to the Face, you should, and you should also DM them as it's the time to DM Boot to the Face on Friday. <laughs> um, so, and listen, guys, so this week here, the wheel wasn't what it has been in the past. Uh, that Me and Josh didn't really have a lot of time this week, neither one of us, to sort of push it the way we have. But, um, so our names have been left on there. Um, 
if my name comes up, I'm going to make a donation to um, one of uh, uh, a cancer foundation and um, maybe I'll spin the wheel and do it on somebody else's name because I really don't give a shit about credit for it. Um, and for $25, I'll do it for the price of a, uh, um, an elite figure. We're going to also, I mean, there's some, there's some big, there's some other stuff yeah. that we're working on and I'm, I'm yeah. super excited. We continue to just grow in avenues and the key to all of this, we do have avenues like wrestling news sources and avenue for us all the time. We're yeah. gracious to be with full press. And I just want to take like two minutes. If you are, uh, individuals that like, love. like, like pop culture, um, like listening to Jay and Rucker on 80 proof now, <laughs> yes. because I don't know if you know it, but Jay's like, he can't drink and right. he's had to refrain from it. So it's difficult. So if you guys aren't supporting those guys do it because it's a battle. Like mm-hmm. the reason a lot of us do this podcasting stuff in the initial part is because we're insecure. We want to they go, they go live tonight at nine o'clock. They go live on Twitch. And tonight what they're doing is both of their wives are going to join them and they have questions from the audience okay. um, to ask. It. Like, so it'd be like a newlywed type of game. They got to see if their answers match their wives' answers. Actually, you know what? I think they're going to be pretty, I think they're both pretty in tune with their wives, man. I, 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 I really so do. Too. I think I really do. I, Rucker plays like the- he's not in tune, but he is. But some of the questions are, you know, I know, I know the questions I was asking. I, I'm in their Discord twenty four seven at this point. Well, and by the way, wow. our, um, RJ, congratulations to the Buffalo Bills. Yes. So forever drink goat milk. Go Bucks. <laughs> but, so, dude, the Royal Rumble's coming up in like two weeks. Yeah, let's talk. So I don't know shit about it. So you, you, you continue to text me. There's you, only you can... four matches announced. Makes sense. It's the Men's Royal Rumble, the Women's Royal Rumble, Roman Reigns with Paul Heyman versus Kevin Owens, and Drew McIntyre versus Goldberg. (laughs) I guess who's going to win that one? Who's going to win that one? I'm going to go on my prediction and say Goldberg's going to win that one. Um, So he's the champ because Saudi Arabia must be coming up. can Can I ask you a question? Could, could we just start utilizing Nikki Cross with Drew McIntyre and make this happen? Can we just make this happen? Like the, the I, I don't know if you guys has seen her tweet or not, um, but like she did a little bit of a, you know, anymore who knows? Like the, the the lines are getting a little bit blurred, and I think that the talent's doing a really good job of that. Nikki Cross, everybody drank JP's ticket on. It's <laughs> done a great job of um, putting herself out there. I want that to happen. Um, but let's talk about the matches. That's not that's selfish. Me wanting the Scottish Rite to get together called the Scottish Rite. No, the Scottish no, Rite. Those two. Just saying. I mean, I, I think Goldberg is going to beat Drew McIntyre for have another run with the WWE Championship. Um, yep. I think Roman Reigns beats Owens for the Universal Championship, and I think that's going to be something that just makes Roman look so damn strong. He has to. This is what we wanted, right? This is what right. we've asked for. Is this is the this is what the entire WWE universe has been crying for? And as soon as it happened, all they do is cry some more. And Owens is sort of the perfect guy for to me in that spot because um, it doesn't it won't be a squash match, but Owens will still make him look like Superman. Yes, yeah. Um, I haven't watched for two weeks. Like I'm behind. That should be just um, because. 
You didn't so see I'm, probably my favorite match on Raw in a long time. I have been refraining because of I just the time. So it's it's, it's you, a time you commitment. You didn't even go and watch Oscar versus um. No, every time you've texted me, like I've I've literally you see you see how much social media we have we have declined in the last like week and a half, and it's just because I've been waiting. Royal Rumble is my favorite um pay per view. Right. So they did this deal with uh, it was Oscar versus Alexa Bliss, and um, they did the whole playground beforehand. And Oscar's going, "Is he here? Is he here?" Obviously referring to the Fiend. And the whole match, then the the playground goes away, and it's them two. And the whole match, Alexa Bliss is just being so like nonchalant, almost Orange Cassidy ish, but like right. a possessed Orange Cassidy. And Oscar would go for something, and she would just block it, and that would be that. And then all of a sudden, she'd get a little defense, a little offense in, and then go right back to the relaxed nature. Uh, then she beats Oscar, and um, the the like it blinks. She changed. She's changed into the the other uh, the, the, like the crazy outfit, and she just looks into the camera, and she just she melts. Let me in, but it's it's the fiend's voice. It was a pretty nice little deal. Um, you know, you know how I am when it comes to, if you, if it's, if it's half and half, I can't do it. And so the, we're only four matches are announced. So which ones are we going to predict? Which, which ones are so, we going? I mean, we can't even point? because the four matches announced two of them are the Royal Rumble and they haven't announced everybody that's in them yet. And then well, it's you could time. gather, I think we can gather. I really, I feel like I can gather from. Um, what's going on with Nakamura, as well as Cesaro? Like, I uh, inevitably there's going to be some play there. So, I don't know, man. I'm I'm picking like Nakamura as my like my dark horse. I, that's who, just in the men's. That's that's who I'm uh, picking. The reason you know, I, I'm I don't want to pick a dark horse too. Who? Uh, but some might not see it as a dark horse. It's someone that hasn't been around for a little bit. But I have a feeling he's coming back. John Cena? Yeah. Oh, I wish John Cena would come back, man. Comes back as number 30. And, I mean, he can't not win if that happens. You know Can what we, I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm I'm being very delicate not to rush this, mm-hmm. right? I'm watching the time because I want to hit on, like, when we first came back, we, like, the reason we, the reason we started this again is, like, we both got this, like, this itch, like, Rousey's going to be in the Rumble, dude. Rousey's going to be in the yeah. Rumble. Everybody's like, no, 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 no. And we're like, yep, she's yep. going to be the normal. She's going to be the normal. And sure as shit. Sure, and I think it, it hooked us. Yeah. And yeah I, I, <laughs> go ahead. Because we're, we're on the same boat here. But I'm going to tell you why I think Cena wins the Rumble, too. Do tell. Cena versus Roman Mania. This year? Well, yeah. Got to happen, right? Because everybody wants that marquee. F- I mean, can Cena? Cena will always be the ultimate ultimate face. They needed the heel to make it valid, right? Besides Orton, people can hate him all they want, but the fact is, the kids love him, and that's all that matters. Uh, I love John Cena. You know, I'm a mark for Cena from day one. Like Thugonomics, man, come on. Tommy Flynn is a huge John Cena fan. Tommy Flynn, your t-shirt's on the way, by the way. So, and figs. Like, I think everything's straightened out now that we got 
the stuff done that we need to get done here as far as whatever I think mails yeah. back where it needs to be. Yeah, when you when you win something like the stuff is coming out of our pocket, so just be be with us. Well, that and plus you got oh. like mail in Montana yeah. during this whole election and going on with COVID is, and right. It's weird. You will get it. Like somebody just thanked us because, like, I'm I'm not the most organized. Um, one of the old prizes, I had sent a figure out, and it was a good figure. It was the Edgehead figure. I sent it out, and the second I sent it, I texted you. I said, "I think I sent it to the wrong person." And then we had a message from the guy thanking us the other day. <laughs> well, congratulations. Hopefully, he gets the and the, yes, we did send it out to the right person as well. Well, yeah. We did the best we can with what we have. Right. So so, so you're going John Cena at 30 Cena. comes in and wins it? Yeah. Cool. I'm down with that. I'll, I'll, I'll always support a Cena prediction. I'd be surprised if he comes in earlier than that because it's going to be a surprise. You know what I mean? So what you about? can't have him come in as like number 12 and like then the shock is over. Okay. And before we go into the female portion of this, this is I don't want to do it a diatribe and just like vomit. But I want to try and make a point when I talk about this, right? I, I feel, and I don't want to switch up. It's like AEW in the tournament. We'll talk about that. I think after on the backside of this and the reason why I wanted to play Masha's promo, because I really feel like if she's in the States at the same time, this tournament's going on, she's going to be in this tournament. She had never disclosed this to us. She had never talked about it. but when I sent out the tweet, like I, the reason I do these things is because I, I, I just follow the bookings. I follow the bookings. That's it. That's all I do. And Mission Pro is a gateway to usually AEW Dark, and AEW Dark is a gateway to being on AEW on Wednesday nights. So yes, you you look at it, and some of them, some of the dark, the um, Max Caster and his tag team. Uh, Max is um, the alien boy, Lady Frost, but Lady Frost in in that group. I mean, she, she was. Um, but yeah. Max just signed a deal with them. It's amazing. I mean, his girlfriend is um, the alien. Chris Statlander. Yes. So <laughs> we had her. God, that was such a fun interview, man. That was such a fun interview. But she's such a cool person. Oh, awesome. What anyway, uh, women's. So women's Royal Rumble. Uh, yes. We're both. Are we both going to just say Rousey's coming back at this point in time? Like that's the bold <sighs> prediction. We're both going to ride this or, or are we going to? begin to go a different route. I'm going to go a different route on you because I know you're going to pick Rousey. And for the record, I won't be surprised if it's Rousey. But I'm going to go a different route just so we don't agree, if that makes sense. I think Rousey has done enough work and people haven't seen it. And she's done what she needed to do. And she laid the groundwork before she left to be the biggest heel when she comes back and get the biggest pop in the boo. But at this, I want to make that prediction. But at the same time, do you save that for live events? Do you continue to cultivate that, knowing that she has time to really build on those and refine those skills? Which, when I say this, I mean this with all respect. When I watch AEW compared to a WWE product, when it comes to the in ring, and I'm correct me if I'm wrong, like nine out of ten times, uh the individual in the ring is going to be able to complete the maneuver or the task, right? AEW, that's like six or seven out of 10. There's a lot of stuff that's like Jericho's, whatever it was off the ropes. It was, 
it's lacking in a lot of ways. I, I love the, uh, don't get me wrong, uh, Lance Archer since day one. Um, Eddie Kingston yeah. forever, CZW, longest reigning Chikara. The first um, ever Chikara, and, yeah. Yeah, like 900 and some odd days reigning. It's, I love these guys. It's, I've watched them forever, but I struggle. I don't know what Chikara is, but I, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, speaking of that, um, Saturday mornings now, you can spend your time um, eating your cereal as we used to do as kids, watching Camp Leapfrog, I believe. Um, Where? Because I'm trying cool. to find the latest one and it hasn't uploaded yet, and I'm so mad I missed it live. Uh, it's, uh, I think the latest retro casts are probably on IWTV. I am trying to catch. I've been dying to see that one, the 1985. Yes. So I, I, I was on um, Young Hatfield's Young Hatfield's Twitter today, and he was talking about Saturday mornings and Camp Leapfrog. So, uh, Ref Kev, Sam, uh, everybody that over there is doing that Saturday morning thing. I'm like, yes. I'm serious. Like a lot of us dads that have it, that's what we look. F- I missed Saturday morning wrestling, Saturday morning cartoons that involved the WWF guys back then. Somebody, go back to that. Somebody there tried to steal my idea. Yeah, what was you? This was <laughs> this was a this is a constant debate that you were to be referred to as giant in the colony. This was, I, this was conferred upon before the pro wrestling <laughs> hall of fame, Joe Bruins thing. And Calix wanted to claim that in green. Which was pretty cool. Yeah. When, you know, I've become, we've become friends with green ant and defense in the colony. And I had said one day, because they obviously did the play on names, the missile assault ant and, and that right. type of thing. I said, why don't I be the giant? And they loved it, and the, you know, of course, I was joking. But they, um, Big Calix recently said, "I need to join your club. I'm giant." If anything, Green Ant was like, "Oh, sorry, that's JP." <laughs> uh, another dude that I'm super excited besides Gresham is Yuda. Like he's just uh, the ROH product is hot as f. Um, it's back to where it was. The Code of Honor, I think, is back. I think that's Ooh. the biggest key. When you have John the pure... Walter's trying to make another run too. Yeah. He's... I mean the pure wrestling champ, um FIP champ back in the day, um Lucha Underground. Uh he was RJ Brewer for Lucha Underground. Just such a talent. Um You know what I'm more obsessed with is the fact that everybody's trying to get impact over again. Like even Tony Schiavone, like he, I don't know, if, it's funny because people react to this and it's great that I think he puts it over, but they asked him on their own podcast, like, with Tony Khan by impact, and Tony Schiavone said not even with coupons. So, I mean, it's they're creating their own rivalry, right? right. So if, if you're getting that twisted, you're getting worked. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing is you've got to realize they're saying this on TV. Um, on their social media, on their podcasts, on their everything that yeah, you've worked on. <laughs> I love it, dude. I just so I love it. It's, uh, um, and the only reason I bring that up is because I think that's what's hurting AEW. I didn't turn I didn't I don't watch AEW to watch impact wrestlers. I just don't. Kenny Omega, great. I woohoo, fun, fun. I tune in to watch Eddie Archer, Orange Cassidy, I best friends. I would pay to see Kenny Omega right now versus Eddie Edwards right now. Agreed. That's would the you, match. 
that's the match. There's nothing else. Would you pay what 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 type of money would you pay to see Kenny Omega versus Roman Reigns? Oh, on what level? Pay per view belt, belt for belt, title w- for title. WWE nine ninety nine a month. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for you to say that. Um, seriously, I would, but that's like pay per view match, and I mean yeah. Omega's been in the WWE system. I know. I, I'm. I'm. I'm really. The only the reason why is if you're going to throw Goldberg in there, I can. I can go to his Japan run. So that's my in when I'm talking about the IWGP yep. belt. And if you're going to be comparing belts to belt and what to what and who to who, I don't know if Reigns has ever held that. So that's my opinion. It's... But I, 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 I think don't like it. AEW <laughs> needs to really like with doing this. I think Eddie, Eddie, and I'm biased because I'm boys with Eddie. Like I've known Eddie a long, a long time. He's so good, um, dude. Been out at the bars with him and stuff. Like I, I, like I'm biased. I'm absolutely biased. But like, what other match? Who, who else? Who do You're they have the better think, worker than him? I think we need to start using the words emotionally invested because I think that's what we are with some of these guys that have been in Chikara that we I, used to know. Is Eddie I would, I, I, yeah, between CZW? See, a CZW and Shikara, Eddie Edwards is why I love the type of wrestling, which is deathmatch, blood, intense, in your face. I don't care who you are. I'm going to tell you what I feel. And, and you're not going to write my promos. Right? That's yeah. kind of where I'm at. So but, that's, yeah. I mean, that's just IWGP belt. If you're going to go that route and. I don't know, man. You have standalones like Ring of Honor, Major League Wrestling, um, that I would choose to watch before um, Impact right now, and I'm okay saying that. Yeah, I, I mean, we're honest. I'm not gonna be biased. I haven't watched AEW in months, and I, I keep want the thing with AEW is I want to watch it, and then I run out of time. That's the see. There's the thing is that it's commitment to me. Like my commitment is going to be my commitment's always to the younger generation. It always is and always will be, just because that's but who I'm wired to be. I, and, I have to watch NXT because I want to see Anthony. I want to see August. I want to see that kid do everything he does. And I'm he listens like uh, he has this. Like and he knows how proud we are of him. I text with him at least once a week. Still, that kid, you know, and I. The fact that he's been in the Dusty, the here's the thing, he's he was in the Dusty Road Classic. Yes, they lost. He's going to be in the Royal Rumble within two years. Hey, can we just start Think talking about, about what he? Can we just start talking about what he hasn't been in instead? Let's Think just do that. that. Within two years, he if it's not next year's Rumble, first of all, if it's not in two weeks, if it, it's probably going to be next year's Rumble, and if it's not next year's Rumble, it's the one after that that he's in. Think about that. Like it's that close for the kid. It's it's there's something in eight, and I really believe and understand in the WWE's vetting process when it comes to talent, and that's why there is talent that works for the WWE, and there's talent that doesn't work for the WWE, because I feel like they know they are a publicly traded company with investors, and when they um, sign you to a contract, they are investing in you not only as a talent but as a person. They're trusting you with that brand, so. If those people 
don't take it serious or don't understand it, then yeah, that's then absolutely go make your money. Go do the Twitch. Go play your video games. Go do the AEW. Go do the go do all of whatever that is that you do and make that money on Patreon selling whatever you sell. Booty booty not booty. Coach whatever stuff. And do it uh, right. By the, way, no. the Bullet Club doesn't mean anything anymore. <laughs> the Bullet Club was Finn. It was Fergal. It was you know those guys. What means something now? The Castle Club. That's like sweet. Is that ringside art? I I don't know if ringside did this. I like ours. But ringside art does some great work. If you guys need any artwork done, fucking extremely reasonable. Yeah, my. You see our logos everywhere. It's going to be on the wheel in a moment. And you know what I think I'm going to do? Well, I can't spin the wheel because we got a couple minutes left. Yeah, we're going to spin the wheel, (laughs) guys. I'm gonna um tomorrow we'll be sharing the link. Actually, it'll be shared tonight um, in about an hour or so where you'll be able to listen to the first part of the um, the interview with Nikita Koloff. J.D. Hoop did your logo on your shirt, the new Chaos Club uh, logo, by the way. Uh, Hoop does, J.D. Hoop does great work, too. Yeah, he did our other one as well. Yes. All right, or, hang on. We're going to spin this bad boy. This, by the way, if we win, since we do become part of this, like these individual figs, then we, we keep these. Like, I, I don't care anymore. Like, I'm, I'm, if, I'm, if I'm it comes up my name, I'm going to make a donation to charity instead. But, yes, nobody, we're not going to respin. I'm going to make a donation um, to to my collection. Hang on, hang on, because there's extra, there's more retweets now. So I'm going to add the last-minute names on. That's the thing, guys. Like, you can retweet it at any time. We'll get you on there. Um, that Jew that don't count. Well, that no, you're on there, so that does count now. And um, but there is still uh, Elvis put himself on there and Chaos there. He put themselves on there. So awesome. Let me add them on real quick. Thank you guys, Elvis. What a supporter Elvis is too. Like that's a guy that uh, I thought he was going to go away, and he didn't. And I'm glad he didn't. And same thing with guys like Mad Dog. Love oh, we just appreciate the support, and as always, if you guys want and need to, uh, we would appreciate the follow at Three Irish Boys. Um, search Irish Whip anywhere. Just put that in the old Google machine. Irish Whip, hit enter, and you're going to find us. Uh, one Cool, man. I'm so excited for you to spin this wheel, uh, but I'm so disappointed that it takes you so long to get it done. I was just adding names to it. Are we up on the board? I'm shuffling. I had to add names. I had to shuffle. I can't I didn't, like. I didn't even have the graphic done this week. Like I am, I'm, I'm, I'm behind, man. This is I'm, just I'm lacking. A, I'm slacking. Yeah, I did the, I did the board about twenty minutes before the show started. <laughs> we're shuffling, we're shuffling, we're shuffling. Spin that, baby. Man. I want to see who wins. Thank you, guys, everybody, for listening. Thank you for downloading. Um, again, please download and rate. Also, download and rate your favorite podcast. Find us on the. Uh, uh, full Pass Wrestling app, as well as yeah. WrestlingNewsSource.com. And this Full is- Pass Wrestling, we go like it's, it works almost like a radio station on Saturdays too, where they play like basically one wrestling podcast after the other, which is really cool. There are some good guys like Mike Farrell with uh, the Chaos Theory, Boot to the Face, RJ. Oh, BXPRJ. I've been rooting for uh, Bronx Puerto Rican Jay. Because like he's been one of the guys that sort of came around and he found us because of Free Fig Friday and he reached awesome. every week. So, dude, hey, thanks Bronx Puerto Rican Jay for playing along. If you don't follow Free Fig Friday, you should. I'm um, hashtag Free Fig Friday. Come along, 
you'll see a little bit more stuff from us on wrestling news source moving forward. Um, and it's probably going to be a little bit more difficult to win, but we're also going to have some bigger stuff. So, yeah. And that's the thing is like next year is uh, next week rather is a pay-per-view. So pay-per-view is at least an elite pay-per-view weeks is how we're going to do that. That's going to be like the big money figures, not big money necessarily, but the more expensive figures where the other weeks will be, be um, yeah, I, I don't even know. You know, oh, I don't even know what it'll be, but we'll figure something out and then be announced by Monday. But like the other weeks will be like, um, there won't always be a figure. Maybe it'll be an autograph. Maybe it'll be a, um, what do they call it? that? Like a Hasbro that, that came out a couple of years ago there. The old school figures. Those, dude, those were super collectible and they're, um, you know, Look at Farrell. Farrell just said, I'll tell you what, next week, whoever wins for the wheel, I'll send him a Chaos Club shirt for free, too. So there you go. There you go. We'll, okay. we'll, we'll guys, you got to check out Chaos Theory because like, it's such a – Mike, one, Mike is a great guy. I'm going to destroy him, and I'm going to make him feel bad about himself when we uh, have a little rap battle. I keep feeding him secrets about you. You guys have no idea what's in stock for this, but I think me and Mike are going to whip up some magic on it. Um, and it's... Um, yes, it's, it's we, will we will continue to do polls, but every once in a while, we're going to find a cool one for you. Like, I'm pretty sure I can run down and get that Edge variant from that series that I have right now. I could probably go get that Edge variant as well. I have the Bucktooth Matt Riddle as well, so <laughs> we could probably pick those. I'm, so. I'm glad that... Um, thank you for the feedback on that. That was something we did sort of on a whim... Uh, so I'm glad that you enjoyed that and having the option. Yeah. Hey, uh, thanks for listening, JP. It, it's the time machine says we got to go, brother. Yeah. So check it out. Listen, guys, this week's show, today's episode is brought to you by Fanatics. Fanatics is the world's largest collection of official fan gear from all of the leagues, teams, and players you love. If you enjoy our show and you're looking to buy a new jersey, sweatshirt, or hat, anything sports-related, really, guys, um, support us by going to podgo.co slash fanatics and getting 25% off your next order. That's podgo.co slash fanatics. Fanatics officially licensed everything. Yep. Yeah, I need to go. If uh, I'm going to post the burning of my Roethlisberger jersey, yeah, you probably know. tag podgo for that. <laughs> Dude, I may need to make another purchase. Random Manny. What's up, TIW Mafia? I don't know how far it is from Ireland to Russia, but I think we're gonna uh, <laughs> we're gonna take a look into that today. We're gonna learn some geography and some uh, some history here. But we got a special guest with us. This is our second uh, Russian guest in about two weeks. And yeah, it, uh, it's it's the Russian invasion, and I'm I'm excited to hear. I'm I'm excited to actually hear if that accent comes through straight from Minneapolis's Saul's as <laughs> it should or not. <laughs> but we got we got with us the one and only, the Russian nightmare, Nikita Koloff. Nikita. How are you guys doing? Oh my God! <laughs> we'll just open up with that for your listeners, huh? How, so there you go. How many times go. a day did you? How often, even on non-show days or not, when you weren't at the arenas, how often were you doing that back in the day? Yeah, day, are you are you referring to days off? Well, I mean, there weren't too many of those. You worked. Well, there, there were not. Which, by the way, I appreciate the introduction. 
I don't know if it's Russian invasion or you guys are going to be guilty of Russian collusion, so just watch your back. Both. I don't, Both. I, 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 I I don't know. Delete, I never delete emails. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying. I, I, I don't know. Uh, anyway, um, well, I'll, I'll put it in perspective right out of the gate, just for uh, you mentioned the young guys out there. In 1986, I had 454 matches. So let's just do the math on that. And, and and we'll we'll just start there. So wherever I you want to go, ran out of there. fingers. I ran out of fingers. <laughs> right, one more finger <laughs> left. Right. Uh, in fact, hey, recently someone sent me a. I don't know if it was a tweet. I think it was a tweet or something. They're like, they posted something about they saw I wrestle like like three times or what. And they're like, man, I hope you got three paydays. I, I just sent back a bunch of laughing faces. Like, yeah, what? Well, yeah, right. Three three pay three paydays. Got one payday for those three matches in that one night. Yes. Now, was it guarantees back then, or was it? You know, yeah. was it a? Yeah, I mean, I know it wasn't guaranteed a lot. I know, back I know, then. I know. Crockett was one of the first individuals to actually uh, offer guarantees, and and this is how much of a market a fan I am. I'm going to answer for him, JP. Is that? Um, and correct me if I'm wrong, Nikita, is that he, he is such a loyal individual, not only to Crockett Promotions and Jim Crockett and the, what he provided for him. Um, it was that loyalty that kept him where he was at. Am I, am I wrong? I don't mean to answer for you, but is that kind of where we're at? You, you, are, you are 100% correct. I mean, I, NWA for life to, to this day and grateful, thankful for the Jim Crockett, Jim Crockett Jr. and Jim Crockett Promotions you know, Francis, the sister, David, Jackie, the brothers, you know, give, giving me that, that opportunity. But but let me add this. Um, it really kind of what we're talking about, in a sense, I'm going to talk about two different things. The guarantee, what are you kind of referring? Crockett was one of the first to offer guaranteed contracts, okay? However, when I first started, he did have a guarantee. Now, there were no contracts. But for this was the guarantee. I'm, you can't make this stuff up. The guarantee <laughs> was fifty dollars, five zero, fifty dollars. Whether you know, regardless if there was twelve people in the auditorium, you knew you were going to make a minimum of fifty dollars, and then it could go up from there. However, and I never understood this one, but when we did TV tapings for Worldwide and for Mid Atlantic and. The guarantee dropped to forty dollars. Now I, I, I don't get. I, I guess he needed the extra ten for the TV crew. I don't know, but there you go. That's Security. Okay. I, I had read recently, and I forget who Security. it was, but it was someone else from that era saying that. It, I don't even know if they were talking about Crockett, but it was a, they were driving town to town for a fifty dollar payday. And yeah, I mean, yeah, no, for real. I mean, there it, it was when I first started, nineteen eighty four. I, mean, I can remember going to the Lynchburg Armory in Virginia, and there probably were twelve people in the audience. And 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 I can remember wrestling still those early days, seven nights a week, and you know, fifty times seven. If I do my math right, yeah. three fifty minus ten for the TV is three forty. So uh, you know, I got a th- I got a few three hundred forty dollar checks for uh, you know for a week's work. It it, ba- it still baffles me. Like it still baffles me because JP and I were talking. I, I've I've been an NWA kid 
since I was young. Like I've, I'm a, I grew up in Montana. Everything that I've watched, except for maybe the four live events that I've been in, is two dimensional. It's this is really how I see it. And I grew up like the Road Warriors, and you and I'm and Flair and Dusty and Sting. Uh, you just did the interviews with Sting, and I kind of want to ask you some some questions about that. But for me as a kid. Like JP gets to go back and watch those matches now. And, and we talked about, it. he's like, man, it must've been cooler than shit watching this as a kid. And I'm like, it absolutely was. It was like when you, when you would do your promos and yeah. I still, I still, when, when I go back and I hear it, like I can sit my, I sit back and I, and I go, I, I don't know if I revert to eight year old mind, but I still can't understand what you're saying sometimes. And that is the coolest part for me as a kid. And I was like, I don't know what he's saying, but I love it. <laughs> well, for the record, I went back, uh, not recently, but I went back, watched you, and I couldn't understand what I was saying. <laughs> did don't, you, don't feel bad. I mean, did you at the time know what you were saying, though? Because there was a lot of grunts yeah. and stuff, and obviously yeah. the accent was put on pretty thick, but was there times where, um, what's his face? The the um, Taxi, um, the one that wrestled Lala from the TV show Taxi, Laka. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm his talking. character on Taxi Eddie didn't Coffin. speak very good English, and he said he just made it up on the fly, like with the word, the sounds he was making. Andy Coffin, well, yes. Andy Coffin, what, what I, what I did, what I, what I, in my mind, because we took, it was, we took about six months, six first six months there, you know, part of the character. I, I didn't speak any English, so, so I didn't speak any English on any interviews or anything, and, and I got a Russian cassette tape. For those who may not know what that is, that's like you put that in a Walkman. Oh wait, some 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 of your listeners may not know what a Walkman is either. Anyway, um, and I got a Russian workbook. I learned to sign my name in in Russian, Russian letters, uh, a few for a few words like "dia which means uncle, uh, uh which means please, which is counting to ten in Russian. So I put, I got a few words down, a few phrases. And then in my mind, when I knew I was going to start interviewing, actually speaking, I'm like, if I really was from there, what would that word sound like? Or how would that sentence come out? And and I knew if I'm just learning, the accent has to be pretty thick and heavy and, and leave people wondering, like yourself, Josh, what the heck did he just say? And so that was part of the that was part of my plan. That's the gold that I, as I look back, that I appreciate more and more and more is that the effectiveness of the little pieces that um, you were amazing at because there was when promos were cut or in the ring. I mean, even go back to the first war games. I don't know how many times I've watched that. And I think NXT reviving that. Um, has revived a lot of other things too, but that first war games, um, back in 87, I think it was, man, I'm taxing my brain. Um, I don't know if you can talk about, you've talked about it so many times, but, but the one part I've always wanted to know is with Dusty and the whole Tina Turner thing, like, did you guys have a discussion? Like, did you look at him and go, is this, like, is this, like, you got this idea from Tina Turner? Is this really what you want to do as bad Max <laughs> Tina Turner, this thing? Here, here's, here's what, why I think many fans, even to this day, call it the golden era. Uh, and yeah. the difference between the product now and the product then, yeah. you know, you talked about spontaneous, there's words like spontaneous, in my mind, improv, 
on the fly. Use I think use those where what people may not understand is like even our interviews. Nobody handed us a script. We had creative control of our interviews, and I just needed to know who I was wrestling and where I was wrestling them, or or what I what I'm what what the what the goal is for the for the interview. Even if I went out ringside or or whatever, what what am I? What do I want? What point do I want to get across to the fan? And so again, that's all up here in my head. I'm thinking it through, and I'm like, all right. And sometimes. I just went out and just like you said, ad libbed and spontaneously cut. So did Dusty. So the rest, yeah. we, that's just how we rolled, man. It was creative control. In fact, I did, uh, I, I did, uh, went down and did a show for, for Billy Corrigan for NWA Power. And, and he said, Hey, go out, introduce your team. They, they didn't say, they, they didn't say how long to go on the interview. They didn't tell me what to say. It was old days, old school flashback to, to those golden days, you know, and, um, so no, you know, Dusty, that we didn't discuss. We just rolled, man, with whatever, and that was part of. As far as Dusty, that was part of his creative creative genius. Yeah, yeah, his. Uh, we've we've talked to a lot of these young younger generation, and then they've been able to take exactly kind of what you said, and and they've. It is artistry. A lot of these younger this younger generation is is doing what you've done, and sometimes you don't even know the individual, and you've got to work out that dance and that ballet, that right. um, act of fortitude and strength and psychology, right then and there. So, I, I really that's the part in me, like when you're talking about this and that creative and everything, night after night after night after night. And sometimes these fans would hit show after show after show after show, house show after house show after house. So you had to have possibly the same match, but a different ending. And then depending on that, where do we go from here? So I really appreciate creativity more because it had to be, you guys had to be twice as creative back then as you do now. Yeah. Not, not, not only I'll take it a step further for you. Yeah. A lot of fans just, especially like if they were in Greenville, South Carolina, you can anticipate them being in Columbia, South Carolina. So, even if I'm working a program with Ric Flair, it we really our goal actually wasn't to give them the same match. Uh, I mean, you know, we're gonna have some, some of the same moves or what, but but our goal every night was uh, to really to to give them a different match in every town every night, uh, unless you know we're in Pittsburgh and Detroit or something, you know, whatever. But um, but yeah, we really and that and, and I talked of the interviews, but that's that was true of the matches as well. You know, the outcome you might say I would phrase it it was was predetermined, but again, I'll use Flair as an example. If I'm wrestling him for a one hour Broadway draw, fifty-five minutes of that match is spontaneously done in the ring without any prior conversation outside of the ring leading into the outcome. And that, that was the art of our business. Do you feel like, do you feel like you're the golden era, the golden age, like we refer to this as I, I'm, we have been spoiled JP. If you think about it, like our age and where we're at, we were, we've been really, really spoiled. And um, do you feel at any point in time, um, the lessons that you learn on the road, um, what you've been able to see, witness, hear. Um, I can remember, and I'm going to kind of switch gears, like the whole sting and accepting of, of Jesus and the WWF and, and not doing that. 
do you feel that the loyalty to the Crockett Promotions, um, also the ministry, do, do you feel like that cuts you off from a lot of what um, today's product or product in the past has to offer, or does that not even matter to you? Um, I mean, when when because they they kind of went through phases, right? I mean, they they I mean they yeah, yeah. really I mean yeah. really pushed the envelope at certain, which is why which is why Stinger didn't go to WWE. Because of, of his faith, he just he did, he felt like it it would be a compromise, you know. Um, not that he would be compromised his his faith personally, but just being a part of of all, all the raw stuff they were putting out there. I mean, yeah, I think the appearance of it would have morality of it. Have, um, yeah, just yeah, it, and he couldn't could he couldn't. I don't really want to speak for him, but he and I best of friends. He couldn't in good conscience. I guess you said uh, just be a part of that. And once they started cleaning it up some and pulling pulling that back, and 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 you know he that that kind of kind of opened that up for me. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I would probably have, had I been in that position, his position, pr- probably uh, have come to the same conclusion as a man of faith myself now. But at this point, I, I'm I'm feel grounded enough that I now perceive those opportunities, whether it's on the independent scene or, or, you know, if eventually if I did something, whatever with AEW or, or TNA or whoever ring of honor, um, I feel like I'd be more what I would call salt and light to that organization. A lot of people don't know this. You guys may not know this. When TNA first launched, I was actually living in Nashville, Tennessee. And and Jeff Jarrett was he he wanted me to jump in the ring and I'm like, dude, I'm retired. And he goes, we'll put you in a six man. You can just stand on the apron. I'm going, you, you kidding me? The, the Russian Nightmare looked like a moron standing on the apron and doing nothing. I go, if I'm on the apron, I'm gonna I'm gonna get in the ring. Jeff, thank you. I appreciate the opportunity offered. So I just did some special deals with him, right? Like with Dusty under the hood, the Mr. Wrestling thing under the yes. hood. Yes. I did, I I did a, few, a handful of special appearances because I really wanted to see him be successful because I'm a big believer that competition is healthy. Absolutely. And I didn't want to see one organization monopolize wrestling. That's why That's why I want to help TNA. What a lot of people may not know is more, of more interest to me um, that because they, they did those like live every Wednesday night. Well, I would drive up early and I'd hold a Bible study for anyone who wanted to attend prior wow. to the yeah. live broadcast. AJ Styles was almost to every one of them. Uh, Terry Taylor and a handful of other guys who some some names who come in and out um, that attended those Bible studies, and, and that was so much fun for me. That was more fun for me, honestly, than being in front of the camera. It just was like like for real. The amazing part for me is that I would, and JP's sitting there because he knows what I'm going to say right now. I literally paid $9.95 from the first one until the last one. So it's amazing for me to go back and look and think before all this happened, you were the one holding the prayer. You were the one in Nashville with these young boys at that point in time starting out this company in that little spot that's that's really amazing that's a really cool place to start a ministry and a a really cool place to spread the word for a lot of and tell me if i'm wrong but in this industry and not only in the industry but in the world 
when we were talking about your hashtags and being able to man up and man camp and everything that you and the website stand for is, do you think that this needs to be uh, talked about more or brought to light more as far as um, not only just being um, partners, but also, you know, holding each other accountable in, in that man size area when we're talking about this? Yeah, I, I do. I, I feel the timing of this. Uh, I'm just grateful for the opportunities to, and, and the timing of it. You know, I, I wasn't looking. I had I had a couple of buddies trying to push me to do a podcast. I'm like, oh, man, I don't know anything about those. I'm not, you know, I'm like, I don't even know I have time to do them, right? And and then last year with with everything shutting down, the the Stu Epperson, the the CEO, the the owner of Tooth Radio Network, randomly reached out to me one day. I, and I only met him a couple times. He's like, yeah, I need to talk with you. I need to come down. So he drives down to my house. He spends three hours at my house. We have lunch together, make him lunch. He goes, you need a weekly radio show and a podcast. I'm like, all right, well, let's, you know, let me, let me pray into that. You know what? And, and, and I just felt an open door of opportunity to be a, a voice that, that my, my voice could expand beyond a church on Sunday morning or a camp with a group of guys uh, or, or even a legend's autograph signing that between the radio show and the podcast, like, like just right out of the gate, the podcast was downloaded in 10 different countries. Yeah. The, um, that's amazing. See those analytics, isn't when it? you start to see those, did you feel, I mean, the validation is there, but it also humbles you a little, right. To know that those, oh, yeah. that it's that it's out there. Yeah. No. And, and they're like, you you got downloads in countries we never even had downloads in before, like Chile, South America. Like, there's there's Nikita Koloff fans in Chile, 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 South America. You know, Israel. There's downloads in Israel, Russia, Mother Russia. There's, there's downloads in Russia, and then Sting. You mentioned Sting's interview. Out of the gate, day the first day it went up, it, it had over 300 downloads day one. And, and almost, I don't know the numbers today, but almost 1,200 downloads in, in like 100 downloads a day, basically, you know. But so, I, yeah, it is very humbling to know that you can, that I can reach. And I have a goal. I'll just put it out there on the, uh, for the record. I have a goal. My goal is for that podcast to be downloaded in 100 countries. And you, I, I like to say one of the things about the podcast is, you know, we, we talk about wrestling, and I got a bunch of wrestlers on there. But it's not just wrestlers. I mean, I talk to businessmen, talk to people in ministry, and, and, but we cover life, life stuff, like just life that I think anybody who listens is going to somewhat be able to relate to something that is said on the podcast. Yeah, that's it, and that's true. Like part of we do, you know, when we do interviews, we record the interviews at random times that are convenient for the person, and then we go <laughs> we go live on Fridays. And when we go live on Fridays, it's really just me and Josh going back and forth. And half the time, we don't even talk about wrestling, even though we're a, we're a quote-unquote wrestling podcast. What we, what we try to tell everybody is that we are a mental health podcast disguised as a pro wrestling podcast. I I, I like I like that. I like under, under the disguise of a wrestling <laughs> podcast. But but uh, kudos to you guys. I mean, just right, just real life. Just talking about real life that people can relate to. And and bring in, a, I'm sure you guys are bringing a positive, encouraging message, and that's that's where my heart is at is to bring a positive, encouraging, uplifting message, whether it's through podcast, social media, or or face to face at an autograph signing. That's that's my hope, and that's my goal. 
Do you, JP? I'm gonna. I just want to ask this question. I'm gonna shut up because I know I'm. I'm. I'm hogging it, man. I know I am. I need to shut up because I'm gonna. So Nikita, I'm from the north. I'm Vince country. I'm up in. I I would never guess that. (laughs) So, other than the Savolis up in Maine, we didn't have. I didn't know about NWA until I was a little bit older. Right. Right. So. I'm a WWF guy. Um, I know, obviously, I know who you are, and I read the magazines as a kid, and that was where I got my cold, my my cold off, my NWA and the world yeah. class and all of that stuff. So, this is definitely Josh's country. <laughs> I think I, I'm not offended by that, and I won't hold that against you. That's so. right. Do you? Uh, how often? I mean, I know your DMs are open, but do you ever get a brother that's struggling out there that's in the business that reaches out to you and says? I'm struggling. I don't know what to do. I'm alone. Like I'm, I'm losing it. Um, I feel like I, I, I can't get there. Like, do you get those from, from people out there or is it more of a, I'm in the business, so I can't reach out to him because he's a legend. No, I, I, I do. Uh, I won't, I, I won't. I don't want you to name names at all. I just, no, I'm I'm just... Not, I, I won't because there's a couple, I mean, if I mentioned a couple names, uh, you know, call it 11 o'clock at night and just, you could tell just messed up. Um, people would know, people would know who, who they are. Um, it's just out of respect for them. Yeah, absolutely. But, absolutely. um, but yeah, yes. I mean, in fact, the last, uh, the, we just did, Lex and I just did a man camp in, in October. I had three, I had one, one former wrestler, Tommy Angel, who wrestled with the NWA. He was more of a job guy, you know, made, made me look good. Talent um, enhancement is what the 2021 word is. I think. Yeah, okay. But, but, <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'm old school. Sorry, guys. But, so are uh, we. Don't feel bad. Yeah. So it's so very horrible. Tommy was at the camp, and then two two guys who one real recent independent, another one has been an independent circuit for almost 20 years, and 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 uh, and the and the one the one recent he. Uh, you know, he was very open and transparent, and honest. He came, he, he gave his life to Jesus at the camp. He had been struggling with drugs and alcohol and just all kinds of stuff. And man, he's on fire now for, for Jesus. And so whether it's these guys reaching out, inviting him to the camp, or just reaching out to me because they either have my number, uh, my, my, my personal number, or, or start with an email and then I call them because uh, – because if you ask me to call, I, I will call you. If you're if you're crying for help, I, I will reach out and and see what I can do to help you. So, yes, that's a long answer to your question, but the answer is yes, that happens. Yeah. JP, you had to, go ahead, man. I'm sorry. I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna, now, I'm gonna now take I gotta a time segue out. Way back to wrestling. Thanks. <laughs> Now, how many people? Because you, um, you and Ivan were both sort of notorious. To the point where, like, when I started really going around independent wrestling shows, like, and hanging out with the promoters and stuff, uh, helping out with ring crew and whatnot, they would talk about you guys and how people that thought they knew you outside of the ring didn't realize you guys weren't Russian. Yeah, I mean, we, we, I mean, Ivan protected the, the, the character much longer than I, than I did. I mean, he had a much longer career and, and protected, so... You know the accent and everything else. He, he he carried that for a long, long time. Um, I when I in my mind when I broke in, I thought, okay, if I'm going to get this character over, here's what I have to do. I already kind of told you about the, the the talking and all that. 
but I, I, I legally changed my name. Um, I made a decision that once I did start learning English, um, I really wasn't going to, I wasn't going to talk anywhere in public without the, without the accent. I just wasn't going to do it. That's what, to yeah, protect, that's, yeah. Do you think that's missing today? Yeah. Well, yeah, it's that, that's the unfortunate side. Wrestling's been so exposed, yeah. um, that, that I don't know that someone in today's world could carry, carry off what, what I was able to do and, and have people all these years later still get blown away when they hear me speak like this. <laughs> um, and then realize this guy's really not from Russia. Oh my God. I mean, I, I have that. I've had that happen as recent you know, in the last year, two couple we, of years. I mean, we were even in some of the before. comments on social media, where people say your English is so much better. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> exactly. there's, there's only English one real, I think people are afraid to be the bad guy outside of the ring. Like they all want to be the bad guy in the ring because it's kind of cool since like the attitude era and the, yeah. And those guys, but they're all afraid to be that bad guy outside of the ring. And I can, there's only one kid really doing that now. And he's in AEW. That's the MJF. Like that kid, he, he's, he lives the his, butthole gimmick. Yeah. His performance is that he's a jerk. And it's like, at what point are you just a jerk? You know, but it's, and it, but well, it's true because it gets him over so well. Right. Well, and and when I was when I was the bad guy, like like for real, like I mean, I I never signed, and it was a little different back, but I never signed one autograph, not not one. And people would try to talk to me, and I just give them that you know I give them that scowl that I had, you know, piercing eyes, you know, piercing with my eyes, and or I look at Ivan and and, and I say I say Uncle Lava. I go, yeah, you can be shattering up in the Americanski. I laugh, and and they go, Ivan, what did he say? What did he say? Ivan go, oh, you don't want to know. You don't want to know. You know. So, but yeah, and, and yeah, they would get so mad at me or frustrated with me because I I wouldn't sign their piece of paper. I mean, I'd look at their hand, look at their paper, look at their pen, look at them, and and growl and walk away. You know, and so to, to your point. The yeah. psychology behind that, JP, is so real because I would sit there and, and listen to Nikita talk for a good two minutes and then wait for Ivan to translate it into what he ever he wanted to say it was. <laughs> it exactly. had to promos, that had to make the promos really easy for you back then, though. Yeah. Yeah, it it, 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 it was. I mean, I, I mean, you know, it's still work, but, but, but it just – it was fun. It's fun to think back on it now and think – how much fun I really had at the time doing it, like. And you were like, I mean, back then, like you were sort of. I think as it exposed is when you were sort of like getting out of it a little bit, right? Like the when, uh, what now? when, when it started to really get exposed, when it started to open up a little. Yeah, I was. I think I was. Well, I, you know, I think yeah, I was already gone, because I that kind of I think that happened cause somewhere in the nineties. You guys probably know better, but when. When Vince got fed up with his yeah. permissions and 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 announced that it was sports entertainment yeah. or whatever, right? Exactly. I, and I, I was already gone at that point. I think, yeah. But that's um, like I I just don't know like the way you lived it. Like that's the stuff I love. That's the stuff. I'm 46 years old, so that's like the stuff I live for because I want to believe it. You know what I mean? And yeah. Now, like a lot of them say on they'll say on Facebook, well, you know, uh. 
Bruce Willis didn't really kill anyone in Die Hard. No, but I understand that's a movie, and I'm watching that on a big screen too. So right, you right. Know, and there's a difference there. Now, what would you?